Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You are now entering a critical thinking zone. Thinking caps are required beyond this point. From deep behind enemy lines, deep in the heart of the Midwest, it's your host, Andrew Coppins. And it's time for Critical Thinking. We've reached the end of the week and the first day of April. Otherwise known as April to you non-German speakers out there. I was going to say, what in the hell are you talking about? April. April. Uh, but I, I'm not German. Are you sure? I mean, I, I'm sure I have German in my bloodline somewhere, but I I, I don't speak German. Mm. It, that's probably because we won the first and second world wars. Yeah, probably. Probably. Now, probably. I could also argue if we wouldn't have won World War II, would we have lived in the man in the high castle? That, that's a serious question. How how would we have been divided? Because wouldn't have Japan also have won? Uh, that's a fair question. I, I don't know, to be honest. Then please tell me um, you've seen that show. I, I haven't. I was about to ask you, is that a good show? Uh, yeah. Zergut. good. That's very good. In in Deutsch, which is you, you, German. You speak, you speak German. Mm. So so. Ah. Which is actually about, German for so so. What what, what about Francais? I don't speak surrender. Now, having said all of that, we have a lot to get into on today's program. Um, do not forget to tune into the afterthought because I know a lot of you are used to uh, Pat and I musing on the best and worst of the week, and that is where that is going to live going forward on Fridays. Our best and worst of the week. What was it? What is it? Well, go to the afterthought, which you can do by becoming a critical thinker, criticalthinking.locals.com backslash subscribe. And that subscription, by the way, has gone up to $5 a month. Or $25 annually. So we're giving you a very big discount on your annual subscription, Pat, because uh, I'm pretty sure if I'm doing some mental math here, right? Five times 12 is $60. We're going to give you an annual subscription for $25. Otherwise, hey, if you want to give us your five bucks a month fan. Hashtish, another German word for fantastic. I, I'm in. I'm in a mood. If you if you can't tell, Pat, I I, I can tell <laughs> because can this tell. week has been one long just just. I'm kidding. Uh-oh. You, you, you uh, can't even find the right one. There you go. It's been one long fryer. 
I'm not smart. What the hell was that for? What did I do? That was for me. <laughs> oh. I, I, it's been a while since I've had to work that board, so I, I apologize. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I, I. so I have a story here that I want to get to um, that I that, sent you yesterday. Yeah. And uh, to be clear here, we really debated, is this in the fryer? Is this something we single out? So here's the deal. I think most of what we're going to talk about today is going to be fryer adjacent, if not in the fryer. Yeah, and on a normal week, by the way, this would have made my worst of the week. On a normal week, this would have made my worst of the week. That's that's how messed up my week has been. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How's your uh, garage door, by the way? You know, I'm going to save all that talk for the uh, for the, the afterthought. afterthought. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, um, you have a story for us. I do. This comes straight out of BYU. Oh no! Uh, is are you about to tell us something that is like completely anti-Mormon? Actually, yes. Yes, I am. <laughs> I am. I am very much, t- very much about to tell you something that is very anti. Mormon and actually anti-Christianity okay. as a whole. Okay. Um, I don't have the video, but there was a video discussion of BYU professors. Their featured speaker was Thomas Wayment, one of the most well-respected professors at BYU. Currently, he informs us that Joseph of Egypt was gay and that there's a possibility whoa, 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 that the whoa. reason. But, but, but back the freaking freight okay. train up. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, what? Do you, do you need me to read it again? Uh, are, are you unclear of what I just 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 said? <sighs> mhm. There's more. Would would you would you like a little more? Because okay, hang on a second. Okay. So for those who are not biblical scholars, Joseph of uh-huh. Egypt is a integral figure in the book of Genesis, right? Yeah. As in the first of the two sons of Jacob and Rachel. Right. And was eventually sold as a slave, right? Right. And he was tempted by the slave master's wife. Right? Right. Is this where we're going? Because he refused to bang the slave owner's wife? Actually, wasn't it the, wasn't it the Pharaoh's wife? Yeah, I mean, pro, uh, uh, I think it was Popatar, but yeah. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, apparently. I, I don't know how you get that he's gay. Out of this story. I mean, if you've seen like Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcoat and all, all like or anything like equivalent about that story, um, you know his his brothers sell him into Egypt because he was the favorite son of Jacob. Yeah, and, and Potiphar's, uh, by the way, is not a pharaoh. He was one of the top officials for the pharaoh. Ah, okay, gotcha, gotcha. I wasn't a hundred percent sure of, of if it was the Pharaoh's wife or yeah. Okay. So yeah, I don't, I don't know how you're getting that from this story though. Okay. But, really but, 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 but since we are critical thinkers, let's uh-huh. go ahead and give him the benefit of the doubt uh, and continue down this road. Just, oh, just humor him a little bit. Okay. Uh-huh. I, I want to hear the explanation. 
Um, well, I haven't been able to find the actual explanation in of itself. Okay. But that was the statement that was made. Um, well, isn't it? Uh, isn't there more information? There, there's more here. Yes. Is this going to be everything in the Bible is gay? Because if so, Elon Musk, your mission to Mars, I will volunteer for free. Because I, I, I done. Please don't tell are, me I'm are, right. Are Are you ready for the rest of the rest of this? Okay, Paul Harvey, hit me with the rest of the story. Okay. Um, okay. So. Left off that he informs us that Joseph of Egypt was gay and that there's a possibility that the reason John in the New Testament is called John the Beloved is because he and Jesus had a special relationship. You're right, because one of them was a teacher and the other was an apostle. Or pupil. Uh, wait, wait, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Is this okay. going to be the professor giving us a moral story on grooming? The topic of the week. I mean, that's how I took it. And and then I, I think they're trying to make a uh, biblical case that... Um, Certain figures of the Bible were uh, of the homotype sexual. Um, There's just a, a a rather significant problem. Yeah, because the left loves to do this all the time, right? Yeah, cherry pick. Y- yeah, um, there, there's this really famous um, part of the Bible. That happens to say that a man shall not lay with another man. Right. right. Um, um, if that's the case, then um, um, what you talking about, bro? I, I, it's a great question, isn't it? Um, and I don't know how you could ever dare suggest that Jesus had a special relationship with one of his apostles outside of teacher to disciple. So there, there, there's more. Oh, and by the way, for everybody who wants to do this, you can um, find this on YouTube. Oh, is it on YouTube? I, can say, uh-huh. I, didn't, I didn't find it on YouTube. <clears throat> so. um, because... Um, there was a uh, Wayment, uh, Thomas Wayment's uh, presentation was to the Dialogue Journal of Mormon Thought. Oh, boy. Andrew, there's, there, there's more here. Are, are you ready for more? No. The opening prayer. from one of the BYU professors started with the phrase our heavenly parents yes Andrew Coppins are you you have a question <clears throat> now I'm not Mormon but I do know yeah. this mm-hmm. the reference to the heavenly father is a reference to God right correct Okay. So let's say you wanted to be gender neutral on that. Mm-hmm. Am I supposed to believe that there's now two gods? Heavenly parents? Shouldn't so, it have been heavenly parent? Mm-hmm. Like even if you wanted to go down that road, right? So you failed not only in your gender neutrality, mm-hmm. but you... Also have failed us 
in so much as a monotheistic God, which is at its root core, the whole point of Christianity. If you don't believe that God is God and there's only one God, you're not Christian. Period. Point blank. This is where you and I might differ a little. Um, because when we when we refer to the term God, we're also talking about what we believe is called the Godhead. So we don't do the Trinity per se. Well, I, I understand that. So, yeah. And I understand that. But what I'm saying is, okay, so Heavenly Father, right. there's only one. There's only one. There's one. It's a monotheistic right. religion. Right? Yes, but at the same time, like there there have been discussions of a heavenly mother, but we don't worship a heavenly mother mm-hmm, per se. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So there's been discussions that the that one exists, but we don't talk about her. <clears throat> so then if that is the truth, right? Mm-hmm. And maybe that's a a Mormon theological debate, right? Right. It's it's not something that that we generally right, right, speak right. of. Right. right. So if that were to be the case, you are no longer a monotheistic religion. <laughs> that that well, would have to be true. Right. And so so that's the thing, is like we don't we worship a heavenly father. That's it. Yep. We worship Heavenly Father and Jesus Christ. That's it. Now, you might be saying to yourself, Thomas Wyant, what what the hell? Yeah, uh, uh, let me present to you. Um, now wait for this. Oh no, Joseph Ean, the queer Joseph and modern Jewish writers from 2013. Wendy Zerler is the author. First of all, oh boy, okay. This paper takes up the lens of queer theory to re-examine the Joseph story as told in the Bible and is interpreted in rabbinic sources. It is uh, it also looks at the way this reading relates to four modern works that reimagine Joseph, Frank Kafka's Josephine the Singer or The Mouse Folk, Newart Zachariah's um, She is Joseph, Hi Joseph, and Esther Edinger's A Wire Ladder. And, of course, poem before sleep. Queer theory. My, my God. I'm going to... So I'm going to... Just read my mug. Just read mm-hmm. my mug. Brittany survived 2007. You can handle today. Uh-huh. There's a reason so I, I chose I have, that. I have something to add to this story, by the way. No, crap. In... Uh, my faith, you have, especially to teach at an institution like BYU. BYU is a church-owned school. It is a private school. Okay, mm-hmm. to be able to teach there, and if there's someone in the audience that that knows this better than I do or how this works, you know, you can correct me. But my understanding is that to teach at BYU, you have to hold a current temple recommend. To hold a temple recommend, you go through um, a series of interviews every couple of years to make sure that you are worthy to hold said temple recommend. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, one of those questions that comes up in there is, do you obey the law of chastity? This would be against the law of chastity if you're accepting that Joseph was gay or that John and Jesus had a special relationship that is antithetical to everything that we teach. Mm. Therefore, how the hell do you hold a temple recommend and how are the hell are you actually able to teach at BYU? Mm-hmm. That is, it is antithetical to everything that the church, this guy should be excommunicated. Honestly. No, this. that's fair enough. I mean, you would know better than me in that uh, mm-hmm. regard. But, folks, I want you to think about this, okay? As we've talked about the insanity of all of this, it is from BYU. If that doesn't tell you how deep-rooted and how 
ugly the spirit of the age has gotten. Be freaking YU. Allegedly one of the most conservative campuses in the country. We both know that that's not true. Not anymore. It used to be. But 20 years ago, hell yes, it was. In 20 years, it has gone from one of the most conservative, strict code, you know, adhering schools in the country to this. We talk about spirit of the age and its power. This is the prime example of what we're talking about. I'm not even sure why they have the honor code anymore. Clearly, they're not following it. Right. Right. Now, <clears throat> from no honor code to America, bitches, because we got to talk about Rescue America and the final plot or uh, point, um, point number 11, and that's America first. America. Yeah. Now. Rick Scott says that America will be dependent on no other country. Mind you, this is basically a a plan to rescue America uh, and a plan for the GOP to do something instead of just whine and bitch like they always do. Speaking of which, I've got a story coming up on that that we need to get into in the fryer. So, but anyway, America will, will be dependent on no other country. We will conduct no trade that takes away jobs or displaces American workers. Countries who oppose us at the UN will get zero financial help from us. We will be energy independent and build supply chains that never rely on our adversaries. We will only help countries that are willing to defend themselves like Israel. I'm just going to stop there and say, no, thank you. You lost me when you say that we're not going to conduct trade that takes away jobs or displaces American workers. That, as a free market person, mm-hmm. compete better. And, it, well, then we have declining wages. No, you don't. Maybe America goes from a manufacturing hub to a technology hub to a you know consumer goods hub to all sorts of things. Or we go back to producing, I don't know, a more agrarian society. And that has a ton of value in it, potentially. I mean, you, you are also allowed as a as a nation to adapt of what kind of right. But economic- if we're if we're supposed to only allow trade that right. doesn't take away a job from an American we're effed. Yeah. Do it better. But anyway, he says that we're going to unapologetically lead the world by example. A world without American leadership would be a very dark world. I'm I'm not I'm not against being a world leader, but I don't what does that mean in this case? Oh boy. Point number 2. Adhere to the new Monroe Doctrine. America will not allow any global enemies such as China, Russia, or radical Islam to grow their presence in our hemisphere. That I could kind of understand. That one I can kind of understand. Because if it's on our doorstep and we have no borders, we're we're screwed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait. Title 42 is allegedly going away. Oh, so we don't have a board. Never mind. <clears throat> no foreign aid to any country that habitually opposes us at the UN. Thank you. Also, why are why, we why, in the UN? True. Also true. But why would we give money to uh, other countries that would just sit there and insult us? Right. Why? Right. We will not pay any dues to the United Nations or any international organization that undermines the national interest of the United States of America. Okay, then the UN, then we're not. Get out of the UN yeah. then. We will make our international allies pay their fair share for their own defense. We will not send our kids to do what their kids will not do. See, I don't think that's necessarily a case of will not do. I think it's a case of they don't have the capability to do it. Yeah, I mean, 
And what I mean capability is um, they don't have the weaponry, the advanced systems, the technology in front of them to be able to likely do it, right? But what are we seeing in Ukraine right now? Russia is having to retreat. Mm-hmm. Not because they want to, but because uh, Ukraine is kicking their ass um, pretty hard in the West. Now, that could be just to draw them into the eastern part of, of Ukraine, whatever. But anyway, <clears throat> Rick Scott continues saying that our military will not be used as a peacekeeping force. It exists to protect us by intimidating or killing our enemies. Yeah. Uh- yeah. Thank yeah. you. Um, so mm-hmm. no more bases all over the world, which would be interesting because um, that is one of the things that draws a lot of young people in, right? This ability to potentially travel the world. But anyway, nation building does not work. We will not waste our treasure or troops doing it. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. 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 We will always defend our allies, starting with Israel. That's an important one. Because when we get into an allyship, right, when we've got an allyship like that, when it's kind of a rock steady thing, we've got to be there. We can't pull the rug. Right. We will treat our enemies like enemies. Yep. No adversarial foreign government or corporation controlled by an adversarial foreign government can purchase American land. Also vitally important. Also vitally, yeah. The weather is always changing. We will take climate change seriously, but not hysterically. We will not adopt nutty policies that harm our economy or our jobs. We will gradually end all imports from communist China until a new regime honors basic human rights and freedoms. We will build supply chains that rely solely on American workers and allies. We will not be at the mercy of our enemies for medications or any essential commodities. We will terminate any trade deal that takes away American jobs, and America will be energy independent. One, two, three, one, two, three, four. I'm going to take the last four points and say that's insane. And here's why. Who's hurt by imports not coming from China? Um, wouldn't us. that be us? Yeah. Where is Apple getting most of its semiconductors today? China. Where's Microsoft? China. Okay. Where are our shoes likely coming from? China. China. All right. So, do you think the Chinese Communist Party gives two bleeps about that? No. Nope. And if we are building supply chains that rely solely on American workers and our allies, here's the rub. We cannot produce certain things in this country because we don't have the raw materials to do so. That's the reality. Essential commodities, some of them don't exist here in the United States of America. Or and if they do exist in the United States of America, they don't exist in large enough quantities to supply the supply chain. And there's a, a, a myriad, a multitude of reasons. We're going to terminate any trade deal that takes away American jobs. Free and unfettered trade. That's the only trade compact that we are making. And America will be energy independent. I, do I, is that a great goal? Sure. But how do you accomplish that? You only accomplish that by no oil in the mix, going almost completely nuclear, and uh, relying on solar and wind in the mix as well. And oh, by the way, we still need lithium which doesn't necessarily exist here in the United States in large enough quantities. We still need all these other things. So your independence energy-wise, here's the reality. We cannot live in an insular world. We can't. And why can't we? Because the basic raw materials of the, the modern world are not solely under our control, and never will be. This is an insane idea. 
energy independent? That's an impossibility because of the supply chain, because of the raw materials, because of all of those things. It's all nuts. This one, I this is a epic fail for me. Yeah, I mean there 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 are certain things I do like about it, but there are things here that are they're very flawed at best. All right, so we've got a lot to get into. Um, so let's do it. Let's have a little bit of fun here in the back half of the program. It is time for us to start with the B or not the B. And before we get into that, do not forget you can follow us on social media. I'm at The Coppin Show. He is at The Pat Only Show. Of course, download the podcast wherever you get your podcast. And don't forget about the Rumble page where you can see the show every single Monday through Friday unless one of us is sick or, well, frankly, needs a break. And uh, you can do that at rumble.com backslash critical thinking. Rumble.com backslash critical thinking. Um, you can always find us on Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook, Getter. And, you know, all that wonderful goodness. So. All right, Pat, hit me with the headline one last time this week for the first time in the month of April. Mm -hmm. Desperate CNN Plus just added these new shows. Desperate CNN Plus just added these new shows. Is this the B or not the B? That is the question. Um, And do we have uh, an APR update? Uh, good question, Dewey. Um, we've gained fifty dollars in the last day, up to fifteen thousand seven hundred seventy. Fan freaking tastic! And <clears throat> folks, this isn't over yet. Um, for DM and his family, so if you have some extra change laying around, please consider going to Funly dot com and um, going to what is it, Ma- Magic Beans? Um. Yeah. Yeah. So and it's for uh, <clears throat> DM and his family. Um, so make sure that uh, you donate today. Um, there's, I think, quite a bit of time left on this thing, by the way, too, if I'm not mistaken. So uh, <laughs> yeah. you still use all the help that, that you can get. So yeah, there's still over a month left. Yeah. So, but they could still use a lot of help. So if you're feeling generous, Consider helping out DM and DM and his family and American Pride Roasters today. All right. Desperate CNN Plus just added these new shows. Andrew Coppins, is this the B or not the B? Oh, thank you for the softball on this April Fool's Day. This is the Babylon B. Are you sure? Yes. Desperate CNN Plus just added these 13 new shows. This is the Babylon B. After years of waiting, the world finally has the opportunity to subscribe to CNN's new streaming service, CNN+. Plus. Unfortunately, the launch hasn't gone according to plan as no one signed up. Desperate to save the new streaming platform, CNN has announced a bevy of new shows. Check it out. They're going to be amazing. One, The Book of Brian Stelter. Basically... The same name as Brian Stilter's normal news program, except Brian Stilter spices things up by wearing Mandalorian armor. Cool. Teen Wolf Blitzer, a normal high school kid, is struck by a horrific curse that makes him transform into Wolf Blitzer in the light of a full moon. Shiver. By the way, I need to stop you right there because I don't know about you, but for me, Wolf Blitzer growing up was one of the better, like, news guys you didn't know his politics for a long time and, and, yeah he's and the, then, like wolf blitzer a lot yeah and, and then no yeah weird uh, weird did, transformation mm-hmm. yeah uh, com- completely but that's what happens when you go woke i guess so mm-hmm. um to catch a cnn predator like nbc's to catch a predator but with a twist the host and film crew are all predators too Starring Jeffrey Don, Tubin. Uh, wait, what? What about Jeffrey Tubin? That—that's who's the host. Uh, it d- doesn't say that, but but it I could would be. assume that would be who the host would be. Yeah. Don the Lemon Delorean. 
just like Lemon's regular show, except he'll hold Baby Yoda the whole time. Aww. Except for Game not Baby Yoda. I know. I know. I know what his name is. But yeah, anyway. Game of Thrones, but every character is played by Chris Wallace. He'll make an amazing mother of dragons. His acting range is incredible. Warning, extremely disturbing. Real Housewives Chris of Chris Cuomo. <laughs> <laughs> Take a peek of the sort of the sorted lives of Chris Cuomo's housewives, all 12 of them. Bedtime ASMR. Bob Mueller reads the Mueller report. Jeopardy. But every answer is January 6th. I'll take January 6th for 600. What is January 6th? January 6th. Survivor Epstein Island. After filming... They will delete the footage and pretend the story never existed. Uh, Naked and Afraid with Jeffrey Tubin. Nice. Jeffrey Tubin walk, walks in on coworkers while naked, making them feel very afraid. Just a normal day at the office. Wheel of Science with Dr. Fauci. The delightful game show will let contestants spin the wheel to find out what the science or Pfizer want them to do today. The Muppet View. The View, but with Muppets, unlike the original, this will feature witty and intelligent conversations. And then Shark Tank Plus, a show which Jeff Zucker makes a pitch to the sharks to please buy CNN Plus for $7. These look great. Which one do you look forward to? By the way, can we talk about the fact that CNN Plus is an epic fail? I mean, is, like it, 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 its subscriber base is so infinitesimal, mm -hmm. it doesn't even register. It, isn't that the point of of this Babylon B article? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh -huh. yeah. Yikes! Yikes! I don't. I don't think this is actually satire. At the end of the day, no, it's just reality. <laughs> Now, having said all of that, um, um, let me just say this. <clears throat> we have a lot to get into, so maybe we should do Richard of the Week, I guess. Uh, maybe we should, yeah. All right, the four nominees for Richard of the Week, Pat, are going to be as follows: Will Smith for the slap her around the Oscars, and for getting away with um, assault when yeah. literally nobody else in the world. You want to talk about privilege? Mm -hmm. Yeah, no kidding. Um, so there's that. Uh, there is Madison Cawthorn. Do you, for uh, do you know why, Pat? It well, isn't it having to do something with like the uh, well, he, he claims that there are um, massive coke filled orgies, and yeah. you can watch people taking uh, bumps, especially on the GOP side. Now, we do know cocaine Mitch, right? So, yeah, I'm not, yeah, but um, if you're going to make that claim. You better be shooting 100%. Like, you better have the goods. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Somebody didn't. Um, we have uh, also Joseph Marionette Biden once more in there as well um, for his in intense gaslighting throughout the entire week. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I didn't walk anything back. That's not what I said. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, dude. And then, of course, you know, because there's still a war going on over in Ukraine, we have Vladimir Putin. All right. And this week's winner of Richard of the Week is still Vladimir Putin. Correct. What is, uh, more, what is more Richard than starting a war with a country that did absolutely nothing to you? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Other than exist. So <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. How dare you exist? Now, 
Having said all of that, Pat, do we want to go into the fryer? Let's go into the fryer. Don't know why that happened, but hey, technical difficulties on today's show. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now, having <laughs> been said, um, I have a story that needs to go into the fryer first before okay. you get into yours. Okay. Oh, boy. Okay. <clears throat> do you know the name Gigi Sh- Shone? I can't say that I do, no. Oh, she, oh, uh, excuse me, how dare I assume gender? But she is Biden's pick for the FCC vacancy, the Federal Communications Commission. Okay. And and guess guess whose administration she served in first? I'm going to guess Obama's. Oh, wow. You are on top of things, Pat. Yeah. Uh-huh. Ahem. <clears throat> Guess what? She was in the Obama administration back in 2010 when uh-huh. in a nine to nothing case, they struck down net neutrality, right? Right. The federal appeals court gutted a series of regulations relating to what we now call net neutrality. She <clears throat> allegedly predicted a bleak future for web users in which most of us would be regulated to slower experiences while a few powerful online firms had access to the speediest connections in the world. This is her, as the president of public knowledge, saying you can't have innovation if all the big companies get the fast lane. Look at Google, eBay, Yahoo. None of those companies would have survived if 15 years ago we had a fast lane and a slow lane on the internet. Now, why does this matter? Well, she would be a tiebreaker on the FCC. And she was a crucial player in the Obama administration's efforts to reinstate net neutrality in 2015. Now, after that version of the rules for internet service providers was scrapped by the Trump administration in 2017, she went right back to predicting the worsening of online experiences with consumers getting unfair treatment. How's that worked out? Well, according to economist Thomas W. Hazlitt, in August of last year, from 2010 to 2020, so the, that decade of, oh my God, whatever the hell's going to happen to net neutrality, the average data consumed by U.S. households rose 37 times. 37-fold, Pat. Hmm. Is, now, is, is, in 2009, just mm-hmm. as we were, you know, Coming of the modern internet age, right? Uh-huh. The average household internet speed was five megabits per second. Five. Yeah. <clears throat> now it's a terabyte a second in some places. Yeah. Um, what about innovation? Uh, what about the slowing of speeds for the consumer? Yeah. Also, uh, have we or have we not expanded access? Y- yeah. Mm. Okay. So uh, what you're telling me is um, they predicted all of it wrong. Yeah, I know. Shocking. Yeah, right. Uh-huh. right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, and by the way, um, do you know where the term or who started the term net neutrality? I'm going to guess this person you're talking about. No. However, it is another member of the current Biden administration, and his name is Tim Wu. Of course it is. Okay. He now sits on Biden's National Economic Council. (laughs) You're wondering, like, why I threw this into the fryer? So we're really going to go down this road. And oh, by the way, private firms have invested 
because remember, this is the other thing, right? The the investment in uh, furthering access and innovation, right? Going to go down the tubes, right? Without net neutrality. They've invested more than $1.7 trillion since 1996. Now, do you know that there's only three times that that investment didn't increase? They were the dot-com bubble, the beginning of the economic recession, and the two years that Schoen happened to be... To the two years when net neutrality was on the books. <laughs> so the only time that the basic general economy wasn't bad and therefore investment was not a good idea <laughs> was when their preferred net neutrality was in play. Oh my God. <sighs> top that, Pat. Top that. Just, just for kicks and giggles, I, I, this story seems to be a very quiet story. I think this came from the Daily Wire, right? No, this came from Reason. Oh, it came from Reason. Mm-hmm. So this this is a, a like like this is very... a vitally important person to seat on the FCC because of this, its ability to regulate the internet. And this is also a very important story that seems to be very lightly covered right now. Yep. Yeah, that's a problem. I'll see if I can top it, though. Oh, no. Um, do you remember uh, Dick Levine? I mean, Richard Levine? I know a I, Rachel I, Levine. Or, or, or something, I also goes by the name Rachel Levine. Uh, wait, they're the same person? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, you, you mean that first four-star woman uh, civil general thingamajig? Yeah, Dick Levine. With that, that, that thingamajig? Yeah, Dick Levine. Okay. Okay. Uh-huh. The uh, Biden administration appointed a trans-identifying doctor to lead federal office, and a year later, that office is recommending genital surgery for kids as young as 10. And, well, that that uh, uh, the, the rest of the headline says, and that's kind of interesting, don't you think? No, now, that, that's th- not interesting. That that's that's effed up. That's what that is. Now, are we talking about the Department of Health and Human Services Office of Population Affairs by by chance, Pat? Well, because there's, I th- believe, a two page document released by them titled "Gender Affirming Care in Young People." Yeah. Are, are we talking about the White House in, in endorsing um, kids stopping puberty and chopping off bits of themselves and, and reconstructing other bits? Yeah, that, that that's the one. <clears throat> A, B, C, D, E, F, U. To the Biden administration. Go F yourselves. Did you just quote a song? Yes, I did. And by the way, there's another song. F you. F you. F you. Wow. Um, Okay. By the way, uh, the the White House flagged a, a resource from the Office of the Assistant Secretary for Health on Transgender Day and Visibility. Did you know that there was a Transgender Day and Visibility? Yeah, it's, trans, it's Transgender Visibility Day. Yep, yep, yep. I, I didn't know that there was such a day that existed. Yeah, I mean, if I went to my hometown newspaper, right? Green Bay, Wisconsin. 100,000 people. Yeah. The, the front of the website. Yeah. That's what they were covering. Uh, what are the chances that more than 10 people in Green Bay, Wisconsin are uh, actually transgendered? Uh, Green Bay, Wisconsin, probably not high. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. That, that is the front page splash story. All this to say this, Pat. Uh-huh. The spirit of the age has sucked the soul out of this country. Yeah. 
because that's I want you to child hear this, abuse. By the way, mm-hmm. gender affirming care is a supportive form of health care. It consists of an array of services that may include medical, surgical, mental health, and non-medical services for transgender and non-binary people. For transgender and non-binary children and adolescents, early gender-affirming care is crucial to overall health and well-being as it allows the child or adolescent to focus on social transitions and can increase their confidence while navigating the healthcare system. I'm going to tell you right now, there is no effing science. There is none that proves this to be true. In fact, the vast majority of actual scientific study that has been done on this topic it tells us the, the exact opposite to be true. There, because what we've been told is that they they have better mental health, right? Right. Actually, the rate of increase of people who have gotten gender affirming quote unquote services, especially medical procedures, uh-huh. goes up compared to people who haven't had that happen to them. And here's how they manipulate this, by the way, Pat. They stop counting at the age of 18. Now, when you actually go to the age of 21 or 22, which is uh-huh. full-on adulthood, mentally, for most people, you find out that most of these people have attempted suicide. It's something like 60% have suicidal thoughts. Even with all of the gender-affirming care at early stages, right? There's study after study after study on this that proved to us that this is a serious mental issue that needs to be diagnosed, needs to be treated, okay? But that those who in adolescence get services end up either detransitioning or committing violent acts against themselves in hugely disproportionate numbers to even the rest of the transgendered population this is dangerous junk science coming out of the white house And with that, Pat, your final thoughts. Also, uh, this is child abuse out of the White House. But my final thoughts are, don't get lost. Remember who you are. And uh, no means no. And let's go, Brandon. Please be smart. Be safe. Be kind. Stop being a groomer. And as always, Matthew 547. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.